The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you what, who deserves a shot in the United States Heavyweight I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? This guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious Hypnosis. Let's get some psychosis, psychosis. Whatever, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello, and welcome to the Rawcast. I'm your host, Don Delorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? Going on, listeners. Um, I don't know why Dawn thinking that we going to who you guys. I told him I'm retired. I'm not, oh. I'm not going. <laughs> it's like the I can't. I can't top that. I'm going out. <laughs> top. I'm going out as the main. Don't get glitched, though. But I'm going out as the main. Like, uh, uh, I'll play. I mean, I'm just saying. I. I mean, I can't. I can't top that. Going perfect. Going. What? What? No, I, I gotta, I gotta protect my rep. My rep is like on the line here. So basically, this is what would have happened if Nas would have just been like, "Yo, Maddie, it's a classic. I'm done. I'm, I'm retiring right here today." People would be like, "Wait a minute, you can't just drop one album and call it quits." I'm, I'm never getting any better than this. Hey, I I understand. It's a it's an incredible feat. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it because you know it's what I'm just talking trash. You know, I'm just I'll, I'll do it. I'm, I'm doing. I'm just, just talking trash because you know it's just all about you know it's really doing this shows how much we pay attention to the product and what we're going with in terms of you know what we you know what we think is going to happen. So. You know, me getting all that right in SummerSlam was just like amazing. So, you know, but should have been I'm playing just, DraftKings. We could have like won some money. You could have won some money. Listen, but I'm really thinking about it. But I don't know. You know, DraftKings or FanDuel, one of you know, them the sports betting sites start to take off, and you know, you'll be you're coming up with a bag. Yeah, they do. If you can, if you can get it just right, you can come up a couple of thousand real quick. Right. Now, um, here to, here we here to talk a lot of stuff tonight. Yeah, because you know, because we got the go home show for um, um, Castle Classic the Casual. We got the talk about that match and then we got a lot to talk about the whole Meltzer segment because <laughs> the foolery that's going on in the wrestling industry. Well, hey man, Tony Khan and his merry men, they out here acting up. Hey, who would have thought that, that Vince McMahon retirement was sitting the other company in? <laughs> You're right. Total disarray. <laughs> Triple H 
got everything buttoned up, screwed away over on. Two weeks, he's like, all right, you know what? We'll talk about it. But he's like, two weeks, he's like, you know what? What, what was that whole that whole edit? No, we, we reverse to that. We go with that. <laughs> um, what one twenty minute promo? No, 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 no. We start with matches first. So y'all fighting? You know, <laughs> we doing that? You know, we, we what focus on the mid type? What no no focus on the mid type? No, no, no. Emphasis on the United States and the Intercontinental titles, and we put in um we put in our um video packages to support <laughs> to support it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's putting a lot of wrestling back into world yeah. wrestling entertainment. You know, this was definitely on the whole, you know, you know, entertainment and things like that. And you know, once he got out there, and Triple H was things was like Triple H is going to sing all the all the power was like, "Ooh, today's a new day." <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of which. Uh, oh, Xavier oh. Woods out here pulling a Kevin Nash. <laughs> he he he's sitting there. I was like, I know what this is. As soon as I saw, I was like, oh, and then Will Chan, like, oh, I already know what this won't be. He's gonna get up, and exactly what he did. But Kevin Nash did a smooth though. Kevin Nash just got up. It just he just removed the, the blanket. Just got up. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, he, he's another one who got into, he got into some words over the weekend, but I'll talk about that a little more months a second. Yeah, man, it's been a lot of, <laughs> a lot of, been a lot of stuff back and forth on the, on the, uh, on the Twitters and the locker rooms. Right. I mean, man, it is just, uh, it has just been a whole lot of, uh, every time you look up, it's like, what? This is an issue. These people have an issue. This person got hit. What? Wait, did you re- wait? Wait, I know I should know this. Did you record with Jay? I did not. All right. Um, real quick. Um, Sami Zayn is just incredible at what he does. <laughs> I know we said that. I know we said that before. We we've, we've seen his matches, classic matches, you know, on the on the roster. No NXT MA roster, but he's great at what he does. And, you know, I enjoy the performances that he puts on um, every week. Um, and the whole interaction with the with the um, bloodline is just great. What do you mean? He is a part of the bloodline. What's that? What was that they said on. Um, What's that they said on um, House of Dragons Sunday? Said, um, just because you haven't seen the King's Table doesn't make you equal. I was like, and that's when um, Dwayne came up and was like, um, Jay Uso to Sammy Zane. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch that uh, that particular series of entertainment because it's too slow and too much damn talking. But you know what? If you, you know so, what? Okay. You know, hold up. You know what? I know we get off a tangent real quick, but so HBO Max already renewed it for season two, and I'll say it took me a while to, to, to catch on the Game of Thrones, but you know these first two first episode was kind of like okay, you had to figure out you meet the characters and everything, but the second one kind of laid the groundwork for what we're going to see coming forward or going forward. So you know it's a good series. It's not. 
it's it's too early to for it to say you know it's going to be Game of Thrones. It's going to be no, it's going to be better. It's just, it's too early. It's too early. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's only two episodes in, but you know, just something something good to watch on Sunday nights. Um, back to SmackDown. Um, it looks like they they're leaning towards um a match between. Um, with the whole the interaction with Hit Row, with Hit Row meeting um, Street Profits, and then they have the interaction, they have the little thing with um, Maxwell Mal Models and um, Los Lotharios. So, um, they like they another up to that. Uh, SmackDown was already taped um, for this upcoming Friday, so the school is out there. I'm not going to that. Um, because they wanted to get time to promote um, WWE at the castle. So I'm sure they probably went their way there to um, pay right now. Which is going to be a definite from Orlando to Orlando. Well, for some of the talent, it probably already is there, but the ones who showed up at NXT tonight, they probably need to go right to the airport when we were sleeping on the plane. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, let's see. Roman and Drew's gonna be a great match on um, Saturday. You want me to um, run in, run down the card? I'll run down the card and we can. Uh, oh wait, we about to read that. I was just talking about Smack. I was just talking about SmackDown. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the build up for SmackDown was yeah. very good with the end. Yeah. Did you yeah. see the? Um, did you see the? Um, the package they put together for um, for Drew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his hard his hard times. Yeah, WWE WWE can do some video packages. AEW can do some video packages too, but they don't they don't use them as like they were when it first started. They don't have some of the footage that of the other some of the other with the other wrestling team they won't be able to get that footage either, so <laughs> mm-hmm. those video packages, man, they they do a lot. They they can tell a story. Yeah, I was about to say the little one they had with um, Roxanne Perez tonight, especially if the person isn't really that good in front of the crowd mm-hmm. to do the promo, like to just command the ring and do that type of promo. Yeah, they, they really get across what needs to be done. Because yep. Roxanne Perez came out there and delivered that promo in the middle of the ring. They would have booed her and would have her to death. But you put in that promo package like that though and it it's like, yeah, this this works. Um, last night SmackDown was was pretty pretty decent. Um, just wanted to see what's going. Like I said, the, the results are out there, so you know, probably not, they probably don't expect SmackDown to have too much of a too much of a you know plans or whatnot, but. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. WWE cancel with Saturday, so let's run down that card, sir. Who's, who you got? Cast at the Clash at the Castle this Saturday. Who you got? 1 p.m. time, Eastern. Yeah, 1 p.m. Eastern time, Saturday. Uh, the hashtag. So 10 a.m. That's 10 a.m. Um, Pacific. <laughs> so if y'all on the West Coast, like Jay. They might just be like, I'll catch this later on. Man, well, that's what I'm saying. 
that was me, I'd be pancakes and wrestling, but Oh, see, look, look at that. Or some some breakfast, just like cut up some some pancakes, some waffles, some eggs, had some orange juice. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, the hashtag for the live tweet, and you can also find the Twitter spaces underneath Casts and Castles. So use that to share your commentary with color this Saturday. All right, so we got Finn Balor and Damian Priest Judgment Day taking on Rey Mysterio and Edge, Dominic, Rhea Ripley, and each team's respective corners. Who you got? I'm going with Judgment Day because what happened in the locker room um, on Monday Night Raw mm-hmm. is the seeds is planted and it's growing and they're ready to pick that plant. Mm, this is a kind of tough one for me. But because one of the guys in this match is from the UK, I'm going to go with Judgment Day. They can't have Finn lose on his home turf. I mean, they can, but this isn't Vince anymore. And and they've done it before, so. Right. Uh, The new but old Matt Riddle taking on Seth Rollins. Who you got? Ooh. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm take Riddle. Wow. I can't believe you did that. I'm going with Seth freaking Rollins. I think uh, they've been beating Seth in all these big pay-per-view matches. He got to win one. So here's the time to start. Next up, six women tag team matchup. Bianca Belair, Asuka, and Alexa Bliss taking on Bailey, Io Sky, and Dakota Kai. Who you got? This is a tough one here, too. This is a tough one. Um, I'm going to go with Move with Bailey, EO, and Dakota. Mm. You big kinky. So, right here, I know you want to. <laughs> I know you want to. Um, you kind of took my, took where I was going to go. I was going to go with Bailey, EO, and Dakota, especially coming off of them not winning. Spoiler alert. The, uh, the women's tag team championships uh, this past week, so um, I figured that they would get their win back. So I'm good with them. We're just gonna have to have the same answer on this one, bro. Well, they playing somebody together, I don't know. I think people like the Bailey trio. Yeah, you do, but somebody got picked. Thank you. <laughs> Intercontinental title matchup, Sheamus taking on Walter. Who you got? 
champ retains, that's gonna be a hell of a match. Oh yeah. They're gonna beat the brakes on each other. I think it's gonna be clean sweep here for Walter. Mm-hmm. But like you said, it's gonna be a very hard hitting, entertaining matchup. Liv Morgan. That two heels going to against each other. Mm-hmm. Liv Morgan taking on Shayna Baszler for the SmackDown Women's Title. You got? Yeah, the I really would like to see Shayna get a real, real, real run and build up to becoming the champion. And not just, oh, we'll heat you up for a couple of weeks just to have you become a challenger, but ultimately lose. I'm with you, champ retained. But yeah, I really like her, see her get like a real build up towards being the champion. Main event for the undisputed universal title. We got Drew McIntyre taking on Roman Reigns. Mo, who you got? Here we go. Hashtag and new. You're going to call it. Call it. Drew McIntyre in a two-year reign of Roman Reigns. I'm going to be contrary. I know. I'm I got you Roman. I know, I know you all. I got Roman. I thought Theory would have the title. So, uh, um, Drew winning the match would make it easier for him to celebrate. Be more of a likelihood of him winning. Because he has the revenge factor and so forth and so on going forth. But uh, did not see this particular match really going down at the castle. But now that it is, I don't think they beat Roman. They ain't going to have him fly all that far to do no job. So you have it, folks. Who you got? For me and Mo, we'll have uh, Miss Jade to Max. I'll have her join us as well for her entries. And uh, we'll see who knows uh, the most about this new Triple H booking regime. Mo to the underscore Reese in the defense era with a perfect score. We'll see if he can match that uh, this time around. Uh, but hey, we got new people in charge, a new. Uh, new likes and dislikes, so it may not be so easy for you this time, though. Yeah. I'm gonna say it was, 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 but <laughs> this time, <laughs> this time, it's definitely gonna pose some problems. Monday so night. So what now? It's gonna be worth watching. Oh, yeah. yeah. It should be a fun event. It should be a fun event. The whole thing will be fine. We get to Monday Night Raw. Got AJ Styles and Dolph Ziggler teaming up to take on Judgment Day, Finn Balor, Damon Priest. Balor breaks no, up. Wait. Yep. Hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Now, before we start with this, do you want to save what happened until we get to that part of the show? Or do you want to tell what happened before the show went on the air? Uh, we can we can do with the go ahead and get it out of the way. Okay. So, um, I'll say probably like an hour before, um, before the show start. Mm-hmm. Um, get clips up on social media showing um, Riddle and Rollins in a parking lot confronting each other. Riddle was on the phone talking. And then, you know, next thing you know, the, 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 it was like the the, one, the first one I saw was uh, um, a fan, a fan shot, a fan shot video, and it was just showing them, you know, know, um, you know, confronting each other. And the WWE made it took release theirs, and it was basically they um, was on the phone talking in the parking lot. And then Seth came out. Um, and then next thing you know, the words were exchanged. The flip-flops came off. And it was really good. They, had, they exchanged a few punches, but the WWE officials came out there and separated them you know, before it got real crazy. Someone had said that Triple H was the NFC parking lot up to the main box. <laughs> Like wow, that's crazy. But that happened like I was so before the show began. So they got those, they got have got people talking. Yeah, definitely. Um, a little bit of that Triple H magic sprinkled in, get people you know, a lead in. If you can't necessarily have programming, uh, you know, from USA Network, you can always you know do your own thing through social media now. And, yeah. And they just put them on social media and everybody be like excited to watch the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty 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 good idea, pretty smart idea. Um AJ and Dolph taking on Finn and Damien. Um Balor breaks up the calf crusher, AJ styles the sent to the outside. That sets up the South of Heaven choke slam onto Dolph Ziggler, Damien Priest, Finn Balor. They are your winners. Judgment Day, they get ready to leave, but we see Edge arriving. So that makes them head back into the ring and wait for him. So we take a commercial break. After the break, Judgment Day calls Edge to the ring because we aren't in Toronto and Beth Phoenix isn't here to save him. Uh, Finn Balor is like, I'm tired of all the legends. I'm tired of all the legends out here getting these special A&E documentaries. Rey Mysterio got one. Edge got one. Where's my documentary? I'm a legend. <laughs> that was good. Uh, Edge comes out to say that we're not in Toronto, but we're in Pittsburgh, and Beth isn't here tonight. It's confident enough in his masculinity to say he and Beth both wear the pants in his family. That's because he isn't a caveman who couldn't get tickets to the My Chemical Romance tour. Edge is indeed back, but he did not come alone. And that's when the Mysterios with kendo sticks... Um, attack Judgment Day but Dominic just can't bring himself to hit Rhea instead he hands her the kendo stick and lets the team leave after a stare down well when they left it was basically you know they had Rhea surrounding and Rhea was saying she was going to hit him but then 
Damien and Finn grabbed out the ring and mm-hmm. they all about their business. And I was like, yeah, I see what's going on here. I see what's going on here. Well, this was uh, a very interesting couple of minutes between Dom and Rhea uh, in this kendo stick. A lot Ooh. of people, I'm pretty sure there will be some fan some some fan fiction uh, oh, yeah. based on that particular moment uh, in time. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, that can be a very dangerous rabbit hole to go down, folks. So uh, you've been warned. Uh, Miz and Ciampa, they don't want to talk about Dexter Loomis. Aaliyah and Raquel, got, and Raquel Rodriguez promised to win the women's tag team titles later in the evening. So we have Asuka, Alexa Bliss, and Bianca Belair versus Danny Moe, Kay Sparks, and Katie Arquette. Oh, okay, so you need to get the Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So hold on, go back real quick. Um, we kind of ran through the whole backstage segment. So Adam Pierce was definitely trying to get Miz to just, you know, talk about what happened and Miz was like, I don't want to talk about it. So <laughs> um, some biblical shit must have happened to Miz when he was in his in his in um Lewis's um possession or whatnot. Yeah, because he was um Yeah, he was he um Adam Pierce was trying to be like, you know, basically like you know, it's okay to talk about what happened. It's okay not to be okay. <laughs> it was like, you know, if you don't you didn't talk to police, you know, that means that, you know, we had to let him go. Mm-hmm. Do you like Adam Pierce in this new role, kinda like head of security? Well, he trying to be trying to keep the backstage thing, so you know, it's like he doing what he gotta do. Um, in the women's six uh, women's tag matchup, um, some spinning kicks drop Danny Mo for a two count. Everything breaks down with Binky hitting the KOD to K Sparks. Oscar grabs the octopus lock, turns it into like the cross arm bar, and Danny Mo taps out. So Oscar, Alexa Bliss, Bianca Belair, they are your winners. Um, I thought this was a very smart way to showcase them, have them take on three choppers. Uh, the crowd in Pittsburgh could have cared less, though. They was dead as shit for this. But I just thought that, you know, we've always seen choppers used for big monster heels and guys that they've been, you know, trying to protect or whatever, but it's real cool to see that they would use it. Yeah, that they would use it for the six women's tag. So I was like, we got to do that. They got so much, you know, that's a very smart concept and how to how to try to get these people over without them having to beat some of your more established lower card women on your roster that you may need to actually make look good in the next few months. Um, Miz doesn't, like I said, Miz doesn't want to talk about Dexter Loomis. Uh, he didn't press charges. Loomis has been released from custody and he still won't talk about it. So here comes Kurt Angle for his big homecoming. He hypes up uh, Clash at the Castles, but he is here. But here comes, excuse me, the Alpha Academy to interrupt. 
after the break, Chad Gable talks about how Kurt won a gold medal in the Olympics, and Angle's like, I won it with a broken freaking neck. Gable says, gotta say, if you're going to say you won a gold medal, you have to say, you have to say the um, football <laughs> Um, So Gable... Gable gold medal. But it's time for the call question. You have to say the whole name. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Gable says he was ready to continue the open challenge here in Pittsburgh, but there is no talent in this town. The fans don't approve, but Gable says there's an Olympic hero in this ring. And Kurt Angle, so show some respect. So as a special one-night-only offer, Angle can join the Apple Academy with no strings attached. Angle throws the jacket back, though, with Gable saying, Excuse me. Angle loads up. It's a true, but gets shoot, setting up a shoe off between the two. So that's too far for Gable, but that's when the street prophets run in before Otis and violence can ensue. The prophets set up the match and we're ready to go. Um, with the with the um, with the stipulation. stipulation that if Alpha Academy wins, Kurt Angle joins the Alpha Academy. So, Street Prophets versus Alpha Academy. Gable grabs the ankle lock on Ford, who reverses it into an ankle lock of his own. Otis makes the save with Splash, but then he goes outside after Kurt Angle. That lets Dawkins pounce Otis over the announcer's table, uh, leaving Gable to get slammed down. And then the Frog Splash follows that up. And we got your winners, the Street Profits. This was fun. Please, out. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's been a minute since they linked up, but, you know, Chad Gable, Montez Ford, they always do some magic. Dawkins out here trying to level up. It must be coming. Must be right around the corner. You about to put your boy through the barbershop window. (laughs) Have y'all all looking sick. Man... Like I said before, if they ever wanted to swerve a, a whole population of people, if they did that, it definitely would be a sh- seismic shot wave to all of wrestling. They'd be like, oh man, we never saw it coming. Thought when Bailey turned on Sasha, thought that was like a oh my gosh moment. I pose some ass. The Street Profits give Angle one of the solo red cups. He takes a sip. Of course, he spits it out. Montez Ford was pissed. Like, yo, homie, you wasting this good num-num juice out here? <laughs> so, uh, Angle is ready, though. And uh, he goes to a cooler he had by his desk while they announced death, but bottles of milk in it. And, uh, yeah, they they have their... Who do you think it is? Say it again? I said the thing is, he's been real. Um, you know, the story he's been sober from um, mm-hmm. alcohol and um, prescription, um, no painkillers, no hardness, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So he's doing that just to play on the um, on that and everything, which might gave to the milk, <laughs> mm-hmm. which was fake. So Riddle and Seth Rollins, uh, they got 
in a fight in the parking lot, like you said earlier earlier in the day. So that leads us to the split screen interview between Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins. Riddle wants. Okay. To- Hold on. Uh-huh. So this is a note for the for the viewers. Um, Triple H reversed the edit where you know people names getting shortened. So. Matt, yeah, what? Riddle said. The Vince McMahon edit. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. He like he reversed it, so now folks will have two names. Some some wrestlers will have two names again. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, he's uh, he's he's having people have all these people now. Got to go make all these new graphics and add all this text in that they, you know have built up for these one-name wrestlers that they got to go change now. Like it's a simple Photoshop. Boom, 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 and upload, and there you go. Yeah, it's just uh, uh, they have to go into the the program, the editing program they use, and just change the edit. Change mm-hmm. the, yeah, it's not that hard, but it's just having to go through all that damn video to get to that probably that one or two little things that they use to do it. <laughs> Damn it. Um, so we get this split screen between Matt Riddle and Rollins. Riddle wants to fight, but Rollins says he isn't on his level. They're both ready for the fight, though, whereas Rollins not exactly taking things seriously because, you know, Riddle is on one side really ready to fight. Seth Rollins is like, man, you ain't even on my level. I'm a, I'm, I've done this and I've done that. And he's like, uh, so I was like, yeah, I see you get embarrassed by, you know, Roman and and Seth and Cody, so I mean, I Seth. I mean, excuse me, Cody, Cody and Roman in his last and Edge. I mean, I was thinking Edge, uh, and his you know last few big matches or whatever. So it gets real spicy. So Riddle promises to prove that that there is only one man in their marriage, and that that is Becky Lynch. Rollins gets way more serious, and then we're out of time. Cool. <laughs> See, now, right now, I would like to have a moment of silence for what happens next. I, I, I was like, I was like, you can't, you can't come at Seth and don't think you're not going to fire back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Miz is paranoid about security as he's coming to the ring, walking in the back. So uh, he sees a, a guy, security guard, that is Dexter Loomis, and he's kind of freaking out. But nobody else around him sees it. So, you know, they're playing that mind trick. So then... Mind playing trick? Yeah. Cue up Bushwick. Um, <laughs> so we get some, like, hey, while we were in the commercial break, these two guys were still going at it and we just kept our cameras rolling. So we get some extra footage of Seth Rollins and Riddle. Rollins wasn't happy with Riddle talking about his family. So no. So let's talk about Riddle's family. Oh wait, he doesn't have one because Riddle's wife left him and took the kids. Riddle wants to know where the fuck Rollins is because he wants to fuck him up. So they're going back and forth for a few minutes and you know, uh, Seth is dropping some more gems and getting. Uh, no, basically, Seth more, said, more. They didn't, he said, No, he said, Your family left because they didn't want your bitch ass. You had to leave out that he called him a bitch ass. 
And that's he was like, well, I'm going to fight, beat you up. I'm going to fuck you up. And then, you know, you go, you go do a quick Google. See, they said Riddle and his wife um, divorced May of this year. I mean, on March of this year. Divorce finalized, I think, March 22nd. Hmm. And, you know, he, he went there. But Don, there were a lot. Of, there was a. It was a comparison. This this part of the this this, this um, promo. There was it drew comparisons to something that happened in UFC. I want to say. Mm-hmm. So. Oh yeah, with the uh, Daniel Cormier John Jones thing from back yeah. in the day. Yeah. It was that was back in the day. It was 2014, bro. <laughs> Dude, it's 2022. <laughs> it's approaching back in the day. You said back in the day like it was 20 years ago, like like 2002. It's, 2002, it's okay. closer to 20 than it is when it actually happened. But yeah, I feel what you're saying. <laughs> no, it, that was just like he called him. He said he's like, hey, put, I I watched that because he was like, hey, pussy, you still there? Like, <laughs> and he answers like, yeah, I'm here. I was like, sir, you called you a pussy. You want? He's like, I wish they let me in right next door to you without spitting your face. And he's like, I will kill you. He said, I ain't gonna beat you up, I'm gonna kill you. He's like, I ain't gonna let you think I'm gonna let you try to kill me. I was like, oh, this is, that was interesting. But yeah, a lot of people they were drawing comparisons to that. You know, Strip Waste is a MMA fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, he's been at some of the um yeah, some of the like, yeah, UFC events. Yeah, mm-hmm. he some of them. Oh, yeah, so in a white tight. Yeah. You know, like you know, there might be some 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 shots traded back and forth, but you know, they, they cool. They they respect the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think over time yeah, that, was, that, that was, um that relationship has gotten much better. Yeah. Yeah, a lot friendly. But that was that was sick. <laughs> that was sick one. Um Hopefully, this is just an, another sign that Triple H has kind of got his hands around the situations, letting guys be more personally involved with, in their feuds. He's like, listen, or, I understand y'all two got heat. <laughs> yeah. And we, we need to build on this. Mm-hmm. Now, we can't take it, take it far, but you can't take it too far. Mm-hmm. Right. Because we don't want nobody to get smacked in the back for a promo. Right. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, Miz versus Bobby Lashley. <laughs> yeah, we will. I had, I had to think about it. Yeah, we will talk about that later. Chopper gets in a cheap shot, and the DDT gives Miz a two count. The Skull Crusher finale is loaded up, but Dexter Loomis is in the crowd. The distraction is enough for Lashley to put on the hurt lock, and then Miz taps out to AJ. And Miz was playing. Miz was pointing, and nobody was like, they didn't see him. I was like, he's up there at the top of the ramp, but yeah, you know, by the time, by the time they flip oh. back around, yeah, so Miz and Miz gets the win. Oh, excuse me, Bobby Lashley gets the win over Miz this week. Last week, it was uh, AJ and Bobby Lashley getting the win over Miz and Chompa with Dexter Loomis kidnapping Miz. No, they didn't get the win. Miz got the win. No. What? Last week? Yeah, he got he oh, oh, yeah, because of the, the, the interference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, technically. 
Hey, hey, listen. That's what happened. Hit that person. The ref see it, sees it. Ref saw him get dragged out, so he had to, you know, call for the bell. But then it was just like, and everybody, and, you know, Corey Graves was like, why isn't nobody helping them? <laughs> I'm like, the, the, the track breaking men's heads in this company? Ain't no way, boy. <laughs> um... I know you've been really thrilled about the way this Dexter Loomis um, yes. story. Especially last week, last week on um, NXT when showed up for mm-hmm. Andy. You know, he gave her the picture saying, you know, he'll love her and then he got to get some rested. And I'm like, damn, the next thing you know, and it appears like, well, we to let him go. <laughs> Can they... <laughs> Can they pay this off with a match that will be worthy of this build? I think so, because this is what I, I want us. I, I don't know if it was Jerome or was it somebody who said it in the live tweet. They were saying that, or might have been, um, might have been, um, Challenge Shogun. He said, and it might, I think it was, was him. He said, um, if, um, you want to get um, Dex Lewis over him and still want to do it with. Mm-hmm. And this is really happy intrigued. So this is happy. This has me intrigued. This has this has my attention. I'm invested. So there you go. Mm-hmm. I'm invested in this um, this this story. Now for a little bit of comedy. Because Ed comes in to see Kurt Angle and recreates <laughs> the messages written on the back of the cue card, the big pictures. And he psyched, he psyched him out first with the first one. <laughs> and he's like, what? Nothing on there. The next thing you know, the second one, the, he got his trust. And then the next thing you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. got him. So it's just these uh, messages talking about all the horrible things Ed has done to Angle over the years. Uh, so it, uh, uh, Kurt Angle's like, man, look at this. Edge got all these cool pictures, these cool moments. He's such a great guy. He turns the thing around to show the mysterious picture, and he sees the message on the back, and he's like, man. Cripes all Friday, they got me. So Kurt Angle walks out. Dominic isn't happy. That's going to be Edge and Ray versus the Judgment Day at Clash at the Castle. He said he thought it was going to be a family affair. And Ray's like, man, it is family. He was like, but I need that experience, though, Dom. He was like, I need that experience to fight beside me. He was like, but don't worry. You're going to be there just in our corner, though. And Dominic was like, yeah, Pops, you know I'll be there. See? There it is. That, 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 that plant is blue. <laughs> that plant is blue. So now it's time for the bloodline for a promo. The Usos are excited about Roman Reigns celebrating two years as Universal Champion on Friday, but Sammy cuts them off. He's been named the Master of Ceremonies for Reigns' celebration, which doesn't sit well with the rest of the team. The Usos brag about their success, and then here's Kevin Owens to cut them off. Owens mocks the Usos, and Jay is ready to explode. Sammy explains the situation to Owens, who doesn't seem interested in listening. Owens didn't think Sammy could 
look worse than he did by growing that ridiculous hair out, but here he is. Zayn doesn't get what a joke he is despite being one of the best wrestlers in the world. Zayn insists that the Usos like him, or at least Jimmy does, and they're working on Jay. Threats are made, but Owens gets in the ring anyway, telling the Usos they can keep sucking up to Roman Reigns, just like when they cost Owens the Universal title. Zayn says Jay is about to take Owens out, which works for Owens, so let's get a referee out here. So it's Kevin Owens versus Jay Uso. Owens drops uh, the bulldog splash and he gets a near fall. Jay gets in a chair shot and chokes him on the ropes as Jimmy offers a distraction. Sammy can't hit Kevin with the chair. Jimmy yells at Zane to do it, but then Sammy claims the referee would have seen him. That little bit of hesitation allows Owens to stun Jay for the pin. Kevin Owens is your winner. Good setup, good match. Like I said, Sammy Zane was definitely going his thing. He um, setting up the. He was you know, just trying to set up everything, and so next thing you know, he was on him and, him and Jimmy did a handshake. He had said back, and then we took the Jay. He said, "It's a work in progress." <laughs> Mm-hmm. And so um, this was a good segment. Um, turned out to be a good match. Um, Kevin Owens was like, you know, trying to talk some sense to Sammy, but you know, Sammy has to play his role in everything. But I say it was, it was good. I enjoyed it. Bailey, Dakota Kai, Eshirai, they promised that they're going to be taking over. Gargano was in the empty arena. Well, first we looked back at him returning last week. Now he's in the empty arena. He talked about how happy he is to be back in wrestling. He says Theory didn't ruin anything because Gargano sees him as family, even though Theory didn't call him when the baby was born. That's when Theory comes in, and he asks Gargano why didn't he call when Theory won all of his titles in the Money in the Bank. Uh, With Gargano being like, dude, I had a baby. Theory thinks that that's an excuse, and Gargano must be jealous. Somebody on Twitter said that um, that Gargano cut him and Theory cut the promo in the in the AEW arena. <laughs> and you know, it's like, oh, oh. I like this interaction. I like I like this um, Twitter too. Well, we got the Brent down for Clash at the Castle. Then we get a recap of the Women's Tag Team Tournament, which was done very well. Good video package for that. So now we're going to have the main event, Women's Tag Team Titles. Aaliyah and Raquel Rodriguez taking on EO Sky and Dakota Kai. Finals of the Women's Tag Team Tournament. Kai with a kick to Rodriguez sets up the over the moonsault for a two count. Bailey gets on the apron, so Bianca Belair, Asuka, and Alexa Bliss running from the back to chase her off. Rodriguez tags off to Aaliyah, who immediately drops to the floor to hide. The villains go after Rodriguez, leaving Aaliyah to grab a roll-up on Dakota Kai, and she gets the pin, and we have new women's tag team champions, and they're Aaliyah and Raquel Rodriguez. Oh, my. Two things. Um, I think Dakota Kai... When he had great, when Triple H had the congratulatory tweet, 
um, Cole Hamilton need to talk. But basically, mm-hmm. there's controversy that finished uh, against mm-hmm. the Cole wasn't legal, mm-hmm. and he was the legal competitor. Um, but it what it is. Um, second, I'm not mad. This is me. I'm not mad that Raquel and Aaliyah uh, won. Um, the reason why I say that is because first, Aaliyah needed something. Aaliyah been in the company since what, 2016. And she's been, you know, working, you know, work wrestling down the PC on NXT, you know, basically Java, you know, failed, you know, those stables and things and everything like that. She got my PhD teams with um, Raquel. They win the top that they win the women's tag team title tournament. I'm not mad that they won. You have to look at the underdog and and they have to get some wins too. Now, I'm going to use this as an example. When I think it was Stone Cold, The Rock, and Chris Jericho at one of those events. Um, it was like the one where he played Jericho won beat both of them in the same night. Now, hey, now going into it, you know, people probably looking at Rock and Stone Cold as being the ones that's winning and not really giving Chris Jericho his props. And Chris Jericho won and, you know, went to brag about that for, for a while. Ever. It's like you have to let the underdog win. You know, you can't be so predictive in, in, your, in your booking. Now, had EO and Dakota Kai won the match. Basically, essentially booking them in the and you're know, essentially booking them how they would how the titles were booked before. Mm-hmm. You have you have them both being a six women's tag at Clash of the Castle. And it's like would it serve to have the new women's tag team champions in this match? What what purpose would it serve? So, you know. Um, Raquel Rodriguez and Aaliyah winning made a lot of sense because as soon as I saw it, it was them, I was like, I was saying that I said, this was I said Oh, this must mean that um, Aaliyah and Raquel was going to win, and that's what it was. Very controversial finish, which I think is going to lead to something down the line. So I don't think that this is over. Um, but good for Leah to have that moment where she's a champion, and um, yeah, we'll see what uh, what we get going uh, for. What you think about the match? Not necessarily the outcome, but just the the match itself. I mean, I like the match. Leah got to show off some of her skill set. Flexibility. What? Listen, when she did that, she. She, how she ended up in that split. And I was just like, yes. I, yes. I was just like, she ended up in that split looking out, looking at um, one of the two out the ring, outside the ring. Mm. And I was like, mm. I said, am I going to be pre-cast here and say, you know, I wish the cameraman would have had that from the back, but nah, okay. But she's like I said, she she worked the tail off to get to this point and 
you know, this is something for her that can't take away. I know that, you know, people want their faves to win, but sometimes the underdog has to win too. Well, the underdog definitely won, and it shocked the whole wrestling world because nobody had that on their bingo cards uh, when this tournament was announced. Um, we definitely thought we were going to get a different set of champions to refresh these titles with, and we did, just not the ones we expected. But congratulations to Leah and Raquel, and uh, yeah, Dakota and, and EO, uh, they're going to have some straightening out to do with Triple H. So looking forward to see uh, how that progresses next week. All right, Mo, at this time, sir, we will get into everything that is happening in this week's Mo Meltzer News segment. So, hold on, what do you think about Raw overall? Oh, overall, I thought this was, didn't have as good a flow as the ones did the last couple of weeks, but I still thought it was a very good show. I thought that everything all together makes it a, a very good show. I was entertained. I wasn't bored. Yeah, I'm assuming. But a lot of people like you know, having Raquel and Leah with that was your way first piss. And I was like, of course y'all don't see it that way, but you know, it's more than, it's more than that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's a little bit more. I think we're just getting the, you know, the intro to what they have uh, going forward, which is probably going to be something much bigger. But um, yeah, I, I liked it. What, what, what about you? Yeah, I enjoyed it. You know, like I like you know, like you're saying, it didn't have that flow, that flow that we are primarily with the student past couple of weeks. But it was still a great, silent show. Um, yeah, I can't wait to see what's going to happen this weekend. Yeah, it. I mean, as far as a good home show, man. I mean, it. it we we've, we've seen worse. Yeah, I mean, it it wasn't as um, it wasn't as comprehensive as I would say NXT was tonight, but it right. definitely it served its purpose. Yeah, it definitely made sure that you were informed of who was going against who and why these matches were important. All right, so now we have the Mo Meltzer segment. So, pinning off, piggybacking off of um, Raquel Rodriguez, knows that she's the first um, woman to win the NXT Tag Team titles and the Women's Tag Team titles. Oh, yeah, first. it's history, because her and Dakota, the originals. Yeah. Um, Patrick Clark Jr., a.k.a. the former mm, belt, mm, great mm. Arrested um, for first degree misdemeanor counts of battery and trespassing. Mm, mm, mm. How the mighty has fallen. Mm. That man had WWE in his hands. Hell, he even came out dressed like Terry Belair and we wasn't even mad at it. Mm-hmm. That man had the call me up Vince. On his tights. Yes. Like, the nerve of this dude, we like it. All before we found out he was in the OG Nasty Man category. 
here. So um, he posted bail and he was out. But I know he was on. He was on. I still follow him on Instagram, and I saw him. And I was like, wait a minute. Oh, this is um, Velveteen, and he was saying that he was trying to he was going to prove his innocence. And I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. Oh. I said, you already, you know, buried yourself deep. Don't cover the, don't, don't put your tombstone there too. Um, so, they're looking to bring back two former talents to the company. One in Braun Strowman. And another in Bronson Reed was now, um, Big Jonah. Big, big Jonah. Man, Triple H just getting the goddamn band back together, huh? Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't, it was like, you know what I'm saying? They was interested in bringing them back, so we don't know, I don't know, every goal kind of um, offer was made. Um, you want to say Tina Garrett? Mm-hmm. So she has a new role as a um, performance of the coach. That's good because they can never figure out what the hell to do with her. Right. Uh, your girl Nikki Bella got married in Paris. And the Gwent will be featured on Total Divas and Total Bellas. We'll queue up your DVD, Donna, to watch that. <laughs> We can talk some AEW stuff now. That's been the hot. It was something else I wanted to talk about um, in the segment. It was something I had mentioned. I know I'm ahead. If I don't, if I'm ahead back and I'm be like, oh, okay, that's the button. <laughs> but uh, on the AEW side, um, wow. So first, Eddie Kingston was suspended a couple weeks for smacking a fire out of Sammy Guevara. Mm-hmm. And that's because Sammy Guevara made some comments about his about Eddie Kingston's weight and Eddie Kingston was not too thrilled about it, so <laughs> hands were put on some hands were put on the other person. Um Wasn't the wasn't the best way for Eddie Kingston to handle the situation, but I bet you Sammy Guevara will be right. not so slick with the tongue, at least towards right. him anymore. And Eddie um, Kingston announced that he, he was in the wrong for doing it, but hey, that's what happens. And so Sammy Guevara was just kind of copping pleas. He was just saying, you know, like he was saying he was in character. You know, he said anybody was to say anything about um, Eddie. He was, you know, kind of like, you know, call him an asshole or something like that. And, you know, he's just really been having interviews trying to re- rehabilitate his image, you know, saying, you know, you know, he's the problem, the, the problem, the, the, the problem that he's caused and, you know, how he's, I think it's how he's perceived backstage every day. Mm-hmm. So, actually, he actually went through and got buried himself 
That's good. They wouldn't take Hanson. Yeah. That's, I think what's happening is, like, you know, he's worked himself into a shoot. So he's taking kind of what the camera version of himself is and transplanted it backstage. And, you know, that don't always fly when you get into some real, when you're dealing with some real folks like Eddie Kingston, you know. But apparently what he said was he called him a fat a fat piece of shit when uh during a promo and then they they edited Oh yeah 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 that's just, that's what happened. out of the promo that part never aired but Eddie Kingston had problems with it when he came backstage and that's what I think what happened was but the fans the, the it was fan, like fans always had uploaded the um had uploaded yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and the local um Wrestling Park had listened to saying no belt. They said that Tony Khan should should have capitalized on that and kind of used some eyes to it. You know, got some money off of it. You know, mm-hmm. but, um. So it was the other talk of you know the week was um actually um smack um not smashing um. Squashing CM Punk in five minutes. I just turned around. I just looked and blinked, and the shit was over. <laughs> wow, what, like what happened? But um, we still have. We still don't know if gonna be, what's the the main event going to be for for All Out for that title. So it'll so, be Punk. It'll be somebody else. We never know. Um. Warlow said that he, the whole um, winning the TNT title was kind of, you know, buried under everything going on with MJF, and then he had some personal things going on too. You know. So, there was a lot going on there. But, you know, that match was weird, but he came out on top. Um, FTR was left off of the AEW fight forever. It was something that I, from what I, I was reading. It was something about um, like something about what that what that move sets and whatnot. So maybe every every part of the DLC um, game and everything. But what you got going on in in this far as the. Uh, backstage with CM Punk. Oh, oh, I'm still. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting to that. Oh, my bad. Excuse me. I'm getting to that, sir. So, I'm, from what I've just been reading, you know, there's a lot of just, you know, you know, finger pointing, two sides of the coin, you know, some side with Punk, some side with Hangman. Mm-hmm. Um, don't even know what's going what's going to go down with that. Um, you know, a lot of people it's a lot of reports go around seeing folks not happy, seeing folks, you know, threatening to walk. There's a lot there's a lot of stuff going on. Seeing folks denying it, you know, saying he was in a relationship with Tony Khan. 
that we was trying to, you know, I guess we you say we the dollar sense. So it's it's interesting is how all this is playing out. We won't we'll see. We don't know the severity of the foot, but it was noted that when they pull him out the ring, they was pulling the bad foot. So I don't know. Um, it seems like there's a group of people who rock with CM Punk. So I'm going to include like FTR and probably Dave Bryan and you know two or three others. If you just gave me the roster, I could probably give you you know whoever else I thought. And then there's the side. That's riding with Kenny and the Young Bucks. That be Hangman Page and, you know, Cutler and everybody associated with them. And it looks like that this that's kind of the dividing line in the locker room. Like you know what I'm saying? You got guys who might have been there from the beginning and owe a lot to Kenny and the Bucks and all this stuff, so you know, they got them in their corner. And then you got the guys that are coming from WWE or maybe from other places with a little bit more experience, a little bit more seasoning. And they're like on this side of CM Punk, like, you know, we need to make this thing more professional. We need to worry about making money. We need to worry about getting the right people, um, you know, over and, and establish the right new stars and not just the guys that Kenny and, 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 Young Bucks, you know, scream and throw tantrums about, you know, there's a whole lot of other people in here who could make a difference for us too. So I, I think that's what it looks like is happening behind the scenes in AEW to me. Um, okay, so here's the next one. So, Thunder Rosa announced that she is injured. Mm-hmm. And she's going to have to give up the women's title. And it's going to be a, like a four-way between Rip Baker, Amy uh, Hayter, Tony Storm. Somebody else. I thought she was going to give people with the last name, though. Uh, Jamie Hader, Tony Storm. Oh, oh, uh, Sheeta. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, Sheeta's yeah. the last one. Yeah. So from what I've been reading as well, um, so basically, um, Thunder Rosa broke Jamie Hader's nose. Mm-hmm. And Jamie Hader wanted that fade, but. Thunder Rosa says they said she was hiding in the bathroom. Um, so then I was to the, my local, local podcast and listening here, and the guy, um, one of the guys, he was saying he had got he had heard about the whole Thunder Rosa, you know, incident, and so she tried. So Thunder Rosa tried to say that she disputed that. Disputed that she hit in the bathroom, and <laughs> the other report said she was hit in the bathroom because Jamie Hayden was coming for all the smoke. 
Boy, they're Yeah, um, Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker, they have a, a, a history with each other. The sandbagging thing, and uh, Thunder Rosa and her, a few of her matches with, um, oh God, what's old girl? Um, oh my gosh. Um, Eva Lise? Yes, 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 yes. The big thing with with that, the big controversy they had with that. So, like you know, apparently you know, Thunder Rosa's had some issues based on things she's done in the ring uh, with these girls that has kind of spilled over through the backstage. And I guess that her and Brett Baker, by them, you know, I guess having the most matches and most feuds and most interactions, I guess, with each other. Now it's just it's just boiling over, and now these two got major freaking issues and Thunder Rose is hurt. Did, is it legit or are they just trying to maybe putting her on like leave a absence for unprofessionalism in the ring or something? You know, because it was weird how everybody else has had the chance to get the title. They got the chance to go in the ring and you know, be like, hey, I, I hurt my discs and I'm going to need surgery where hers was like backstage, you know? Yeah. Um, that's... Um, okay, so I was already as well they to talk about, you know, how you know, the young bucks and FTR not they're facing each other at all out, which is a complete travesty. Well, so that, you, got you, to, you got 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 to, you Um, um, you got anything about the, the the meeting? Oh, basically, Tony Khan said he wasn't going to be a pushover to the town. That's the major that came from out of it. He wasn't. He said he's not going to be a pushover to the talent. So, but he had certain things like, um, he had, I think, so people who've been at veteran like Jericho. I want to say, we'll try to um, and um, I, I know everything. Okay? Anything else you might have heard of? Mm, not really. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I came across. I know Miro said something about um, wrestlers and not getting enough time, just kind of just like hanging in. The time is coming, something generic. No, I, I sort of got for, for inside wrestling news this week. Uh, just that I was just really um, 
I hadn't heard the Thunderverse of Britt Baker stuff until today. This is the first time I got yeah, it. Like, they really have, um, they really have, you know, <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the first time. But, it, you know, it, it, like I said, if you go back and look at the track record, yeah, uh, Thunderverse has done a lot of stuff to people associated closely with Britt Baker. So I can see why that would kind of spill over to them having bad blood towards each other. Um, yeah, so I know um, I know they um, something else. But like, like I was just saying, we were just saying earlier, they need to tighten up, you know, not getting all that, you know, cover up the leaks of the stories that's coming out and everything. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, things can happen, but you have to keep it in house. Don't let it leak out and have people reporting about it and everything. Um, yeah, there. Oh, there was another, I think they had said something about, um, oh, yeah, that's what it was. I, I, think, I, I remember what I wanted to talk about. So, Kevin Nash was. Mm. Involved <laughs> in the war work over the weekend, um, they were talking about. So someone had made a, um, a comment about how Willow Spray has more five star matches than Cena. I think Cena Roman and probably who, Seth. Yeah, and it was like one, and then that's when Seth. I mean, that's Seth Kevin. Um, Kevin Nash posed. The, the million dollar question how is this merchandise sales <laughs> and then everyone started to jump on um, started to jump on you know, his case and everything to saying that Bill Carmelo is wild Carmelo talking about <laughs> Carmelo is wild talking about so why he ball talking about ricochet <laughs> Why he bald? Why he bald? <laughs> <sighs> uh, they better be glad they only got like the three or four days, more days to build this thing up because they would have had a lot more time. You know, Samantha Irvin would be a part of this. Force. Force. Um. Yeah, that that's 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 it. No, I, 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 I'm not saying I'm not saying that's it, but I'm just saying um about they said about um oh yeah uh, uh, well, on Kevin Nash and uh no but that was I was going back to, I was going back to I was I came across that tweet but no um hold on yeah a lot of people just kind of say you know why you bring it up merchandise and blah 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 like you didn't have any five star matches and um. We have any, any, yeah, he asked how it was um, that Wrestle Banana account. He was like, how's his merchandise sale? And then that's when Osprey said, did you tell your pause right in this tweet? <laughs> yeah, it says, um, Will Osprey has more five-star matches for in one month than CM Punk, Cena, and Kurt Angle has combined in their entire career of three.
That's as many as Tyler Bate has. Personally. He got three right. he got three five stars. But that was just funny. That was like, you know, conversation about the money. You can mm-hmm. have, have a good you have your good matches and everything, but how's that money how how's your how's your downside how's your, your downside, you know, what's your What's your checks looking like coming in? Mm-hmm. <laughs> are you moving merchandise? You know, are you are you moving the merchandise and everything? You know, are you are you the people wearing your t shirts when you come to the show? You get this thing with your name on for everything. That was um that was funny. And so everybody was just talking about that. Well, I mean Kevin Nash is from a different era, man, where it's all about drawing the house and, you know, performing to make your money, you know, not having so much guaranteed and built in. So, yeah, a lot of those guys do come back to how much money, how much money did you draw? It's cool you getting all these ratings, but like Kevin Nash said, you still, I'm rich. (laughs) <laughs> you you still you know trying to get to where I'm at? Oh wow! Um, Pat McAfee's um, show they won't they won't be on Sirius XM no more. They not getting picked up. It was already on it, but they, they it's not coming. It's mm. um oh it still it'll still be um. They said the show had been on Sirius XM's Mad Dog Sports Radio Channel since September 2020. Um, though with over um, 1.93 million subscribers, the show is still available to stream on YouTube. Um, Sounds oh, like they just stepped on the platform. What's that? McAfee told the Post and that Sirius XM never made an offer to continue their partnership and there's no ill feelings between the two. Mm-hmm. That's what I figure. But shit. Like here's the thing though. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um I think when we get FanDuel, um, they did he did a sponsorship with FanDuel for hundred and twenty million dollars to for for them to sponsor his show. So mm-hmm. he's still getting that money, man. Hmm. <laughs> Getting that money, bang! That money, bang! <laughs> uh, let's see, anything else? Um, two years, um, running for Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns as the Universal Champion. Coming up very fast. It was already in Paris. Oh, really? Oh, well, okay. This, yeah, this is a celebration on Friday. Yeah, it was a celebration on Friday, right? Mm-hmm. Already in Paris. That's pretty um, good, man, I, considering that uh, we didn't know what was right. going to be in store for Roman two years ago. Bruh, he, he said, I'm taking my ball and going home. And we didn't see him when he come back with this. Um, so Dakota Kai said that the whole um, the whole stable um, was an idea since um, 2018. Mm. Oh, plotting to have 
saying, I think she wanted to work with Bailey the whole them having a, a stable in 2018, but I don't know if EO was a part of that, but yeah. So the White House says he wants to model himself after the Rock. That's He's really serious about this. Right. Um, Marcus Bagwell has um, moved in with Diamond Dallas Pace in that accountability crib. Oh, man. Well, hopefully Buff gets his stuff together, man. hate to think that, you know, he out there strung out on that stuff, but, you know, right. DDP is definitely the person to Get him back on track if uh, if if he's ready to get back on track. Yep. Um. All right, Dawn. It's time for our favorite segment. All right, what you got? Um. On main event, I have. Shelton Benjamin versus R Truth and Cedric Alexander versus T Bar. Cedric Alexander versus T Bar, I swear they ran that match back the last like six out of the last eight weeks in some type of form. Tag match, singles match. But uh Yeah, I'll I'll give it a shot. Might as well. Okay. I'll say we'll give it a shot. Now for level up, we have Duke Hudson versus Miles Boyd, Valentina Ferraz versus um, Sol Ruka, and Ariana Grace versus Erica Yang. Uh, yeah, because uh, Ariana Grace. Put the strength to her. I, I really like her. I think she's got something. There it is. You got two for two. Dawn on for main event and double up. This is history, folks. <laughs> we don't do we don't be like, yeah, nah, I can't do that. All right, Dawn, real quick. Um, before we go, um, I was on Wrestle Inc. and they were looking at the their, and that for that in their opinion. The six best and six worst NXT call-ups. So we're going to run through it real quick and you can tell me if you agree or disagree. Okay. All right. For the best, for that first one, uh, Charlotte Flair. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And that first worst is Nia Jax. Mm, I reserve judgment until I hear the whole list on that side. All right. Um, that second... Number two for the best, um, Sasha Banks. And number two for the worst is The Ascension. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, number three, they have, for that, um, on the best list, they have Bray Wyatt. And on the worst, they have Karrion Cross. Okay. Um, then number four, they have Becky Lynch for the best. And for the worst, the Vaude Villain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for their fifth, they have um, Matt Riddle, and for their worst, Law 
was sober. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty embarrassing. And for that, the, that round up the list, for that six, um, Alexa Bliss. And for that worse, Keith Lee. Hmm. You know, if Keith Lee deserves to be sixth, or even on that list, but uh, I would I would take Umbridge to Keith Lee being on that worst call-ups list. Right. Uh, I'd take Umbridge to Nia Jax being number one. Well, I don't think they were just ranking it, saying they were just they were just saying they were just going in order. Mm-hmm. Just kind of going through, just yeah. naming folks. Yeah, I don't think Keith Lee is is uh, one of the worst. It was like he got sick and things just happened. I mean, he didn't look that good this week when they went to try to come down there and save the acclaimed and swerves down there in like two seconds and then runs everybody off and then here comes Keith Lee when everything done. That didn't look good, but. I agree with the Ascension. The Ascension could have been, could have been something major, but it was the case of, you know. Low budget, I mean, low deal, man. Man. Stuff that was built in NXT, not tra- making the transition to the main roster. Mm-hmm. Same with the Bob Bellas. Bob Bellas definitely wasn't going to make him on the main roster. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I was like, so they, they called up, I was like, yeah, that's not going to work. Enzo and Cat, Enzo and Cass, that was something that really that translated to the main roster, but it only had a little life. Because, yeah. you know. He was acting up. Mm hmm. Lars Sullivan definitely who won the play when he got they got rid of him. Mm-hmm. Same with people like uh Jackson Riker, you know. Yes. He was a bad call up. Um Oh, your boy is back. Um uh God. Uh was Murphy's uh Blake? Yeah, Blake, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He he surfaced up in AEW on Dark Match. Yeah. Also, um, control your narrative crashed um, the NWA pay-per-view over the weekend. Mm. That's going to be interesting how that's going to play out if Braun <laughs> comes back to the E. Uh, man, uh, I don't know. I would guess Braun going to go ahead and you know, take that pay cut and come on back and just be like, yo, you know what? It's better to get this 850 you know, <laughs> uh, for this year. I mean, ain't that 1.2 I was getting, but, you know, it's better than what's out here trying to run my own company. Yeah, the, thing was, the thing was, he, um, you know, that was great. He was, they say he was getting that a lot of money and then he was trying to renegotiate his deal, then he was like, like resigning him, and then he started going on some other stage. And he was like, Oh, he's fucking this country. Mm. And so he probably sitting there thinking, like, you know, he had humbled himself. He was, you know, he just wanted to um, fight. You 
they also so there was a thing at Raw that had a sign that said mm. "One Naomi and not Bacha." Thanks, and security snatched it. So it was because of the Bacha Banks boys is the Naomi reference. And also, they get them added back to the main roster to the um, WWE roster page on the on that site on the WWE.com site. Yeah, I heard that they were uh, placed back on the internal roster as well. Yeah. So I think maybe what's going to happen is they go confront the winners on Raw and set that thing up. Yeah, people were super excited to maybe see them this past week, but it didn't happen. Um, that's all I got. All right. Well, another episode has come to a close. So at this time, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese, I'll turn it over to you, sir, for your shout outs and thank yous. So shout out to you, Don. Another episode in the books. Shout out to our WrestleCan, WrestleCan family, Jane and Semi, Terry Boy, um, and Wall Stalin. Uh, shout out to our Spaces crew, um, Black Howland, Black Marvel, uh, Pallet Rain, Julia uh, Judah, and with that, let's see which next time, you know, playoffs is coming, so she's going to be working. Um, anybody else that comes down and, and hangs out with us in the Spaces, talk wrestling, we really appreciate you. Uh, shout out to, uh, yeah, shout out to um, Jerome. Um, shout out to Roll Up Sunny. Um, shout out to the OGs, Sam, Gray, and Ms. Joe who had me rolling last night because um, during the the banks the um, the interview segment at the end, she was like telling Riddle he's fake because if he really wanted to fight Seth, he would um, quit looking for him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he had said that shit about his um his wife leaving him. <laughs> um, shout out the classic. I uh, shout out the Mel the Mel all the shout outs. Um, yeah, that's about it. You know, yeah. Shout out to everyone who's down with us. Like you know, the hashtags, you know, providing your commentary with color. Um, it's always good to see um, everyone, like just everyone, just express themselves and just have a good time doing it. Well, thank you once again, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. Big shout out to you for joining me here once again on this edition of the Rawcast. Please remember to join us this Saturday at 1 p.m. for the clash at the castle casting castles is going to be the hashtag for the live tweet um i don't know what you're going to use for anything snazzy for worlds collide you can just use our regular you know uh cast uh, nxt cast i guess for that and then of course all elite cast will be the live tweet uh hashtag for dynamite for the all out excuse me pay-per-view on a sunday night but yes uh we can pack the wrestling folks so Yes, cast the castle should be good though. 
yes. Well, World Collide is going to be good, too. Yeah, yeah, I think so, too. I think the way that they built this up tonight um, really did that a lot of justice. But, uh, yeah, so please use the hashtags this week, weekend, this week, leading into uh, this weekend uh, for all the go-home shows as we'll be live-tweeting. Shout-out to uh, Miss Simi, Miss Jade Max, Sam, Greg, Miss Didi Jonay, Black Marvel, Black Howling, Miss Jupiter Julep, Mademoiselle, uh, good luck in her fantasy, uh, in the fantasy football league. Good luck to everybody uh, in the fantasy football league. Uh, thanks to everybody who came out and joined us in the draft uh, spaces. That was a lot of fun uh, for the live draft. So we'll keep people updated uh, with the standings and see who is, uh, you know, ruling the roost in fantasy football this week, this this year. A shout out to Anwar Starwin and Terry's boy and. Uh, man, just everybody that's down with us, uh, little uh, young little foot. Uh, hopefully, she's out there having uh, safe landings. Uh, she's pursuing her professional wrestling career. So she's wrestling, she's gonna be wrestling. I think she's wrestling in the main event, at like a bar, a bar um, showdown or something like that. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. She's um, like, probably picking her main her partner and everything, so she's in the main event. So good for her. You yeah, know? Man, that's awesome. So, um, yeah, just, follow your dream. that's just going to show you follow your dreams. If you have, if, you know, you have dreams, stuff like going to the wrestling business, you don't, you don't follow that dream, you don't do your research and just pay your dues and have fun with it. Yeah, man, I have a dream to be a media mogul and to produce lots of content and get paid for it. So, Listen, yeah. I would love to, um, still, like, in the, they, still they, in the they, hunt. They, they hit us up. I'm definitely going to inquire, like, you know, how can we get on the on the list, like, you know, Fightful and, and, you know, people like that, you know, the Mo Melson, like, how we get on that list so we can break stuff too, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got to have a website and we got to talk about the product. Mm-hmm. You want to be a reporter. Mm-hmm. You wanna be I mean, a reporter. I mean, this here's the, here's the, here's the okay, news. So, Scoop Newsworthy no, over here. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here's the thing. The first, when the show used to come on, we used to be just talk the talk the results, and that's that. And I was just like, yo, we can actually do more. Like we can actually, we can actually, you know, it's news and stuff that goes on. So let's incorporate that to the show too. Which is why you know, and, and we first started doing it just at the beginning, just to get it out the way and everything. And then you know, we was like, we can put it at the end. There was something big that happened. We saved it for the end, and then we just kept it that way. And you know, it's just you know, it's a part of wrestling. Yeah, you know, we like to you know keep things like you know they say we live a kayfabe like, but you know, shit happens behind the scenes. You know, you know injuries. You know, people getting you know real life heat. People getting cut. People getting let go. You know, it's wrestling. You know, we it's not just you know something that we. It's not. It's grown from just you know, you know when they used to um play with before and. And, you can see, and they would like, and they would do a documentary. You can see them um, going over the matches in the back and everything. Mm-hmm. And the rest, like, kind of annoyed that the cameras are back there. <laughs> so it was just they, 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 I didn't want to believe. You know, they was like, you know, like they, they like they, 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 they rehearsed the matches. And, anyway, and then I saw it. I was like, uh, but then it was like I still kept watching. You know, it's like it's it had me going in. So I don't even know everything, but it's like as we got older. That's when you know hearing the news and stuff like that, and then that turned that that just blew up into a whole other monster. And then you, know, you have your wrestling Twitter, your wrestling TikToks, 
Instagram, wrestling Instagram, you know, things like that. You know, the way content is constantly being up, uploaded and provided and things like that. So, you know, you have to embrace it. Uh, your man Jonah, yeah, he about to go back. Due to the swamp of emails and DMs, no, I'm not doing any podcasts or interviews at this time. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> he coming back. Because when, cause when that, re- that request comes, mm, nope. They, they, they put in the season. So he definitely, he's definitely going to go hop back up. He didn't get a fast shake, though. He was just, he was there. The next thing you know, I'm thinking, you know, him, he was on the um, main event. Him recurring across on the, on the main event episode, and you're thinking, like, okay, it's gonna be it. The next thing you know, he was cut. It was like, what the, the hell happened? But he went out there, got some more, he got some heat on his name. The waves was like, what? <laughs> you know how your contract looking? You know? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm back. Now you want, then you get a little end date, you come back. You know, old man gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's why uh, they sent that letter out last week, AEW, because they snooping oh, around the chicken. That's another thing. Oh, that's another thing. Thank you for that. They was like tampering going on. Chris Jer- Chris Jericho was definitely singing that song. It was like, you know, hey, you know, WWE is reaching out. You know, what you want to do? That's how you want to play it? <laughs> mm-hmm. And so they said that they had the the the, the, um, the lawyers not the email to. Um, <laughs> Stephanie and Nick mm-hmm. <laughs> stop talking to our talent. Stop what you're doing. <laughs> you ain't about the ruin. <laughs> but you know like, they. Well, probably what they was just probably doing was just putting out feelers. Like yeah, they was like they was like you know hey you know I don't know what the contract situation looking like but you know mm-hmm. like, I'm back. Mm-hmm. That's probably why. That's probably why when I told when you know when I told you that Tony Khan was putting out there that he had people locked up for five year deal, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Matt was like, um, I don't think you should stay with a company no longer than three. <laughs> he was like, yeah, he definitely put that out there to say, you know, like, you know, yeah, Adam Cole, he ain't going away for a minute. Who else? You, who else you, you talking that? And then you know, um, you know they. You know, getting put like they put feelers out there to see he wants to come back, and you know, it was just like Cody. Cody threw that first shot. You know, left the company, and he's he's back and had a you know swing of three three big matches against Seth Rollins. You know, so people look like who will be next. I'm sure him, quite him, and um, that Tony Khan and um. MJ, MJF probably had cooled the heads and probably came with some kind of decision, but mm. he definitely was. He definitely was looking, saying, "You know, twenty twenty four is coming up." <laughs> so. Yeah, that man is long term booking his own storyline, right. his contract storyline. But uh, but yeah, but um, yeah, but yeah, that's 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 the way the business is. business please uh continue to support our business by going over to the patreon page patreon.com forward slash csp and media uh, subscribe 
get the extra content that we have over there on the Patreon page. We also review AEW Dynamite, me and Miss Simi over there. You can hear me and Mo's pre-show conversations where we talk about sports and life and some other wrestling at times, too. So just a bunch of things over there, extra content uh, over on the Patreon page as well. So $5. Yeah. Get that good content. I only need about 983 or more of y'all to do that. And then, uh, yeah. Listen, if we, if, we, if we could get some subscribers, we, I'm sure we could definitely do some different shows. <laughs> oh, like, hey, you got a show idea? I'm like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, because then I could supplement some of y'all's em- uh, employment and I could do this from the house as well and supplement <laughs> on my business. Like, you know what? He's like, you know what? <laughs> like, I, I can say, you know what? He's like, I just, I'm retired. We got enough subscribers. I can do this. Yeah, I the thing is, do this. If the thing we do have to be consistent, and the content we have to be good, so we would have to definitely have to work on the things, tweet some things out. You know, it basically had to be like you know, if we get that, if we get a part, somebody to come say we want to um, put you on that network. It's like how we get that money now? So, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. sir, we gotta change some things. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to go into the lab and tweak and refine, but. Yeah, that's the goal, man. But as always, thanks to everybody who's been down with CSPN and the WrestleCast. We definitely appreciate everybody listening. Uh, definitely appreciate you guys supporting us the way that you do. Continue to rate and give us five stars uh, on iTunes. So that, five stars. That, that definitely helps get the podcast out to all the masses. Uh, continue to retweet and share the podcast uh, when we post them on Twitter and Facebook. So uh, hopefully see a lot of people in the hashtags this weekend. Uh, sharing their commentary with color. Also join us in the Twitter spaces as well if you can. And uh, we'll be looking forward to reviewing all of this content next week. So for my co-host, Mo to the underscore Reese, I'm your host, Don DeLorente. And this has been the Rawcast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. First of all, The bloodline doesn't run anything on Monday nights because I've made it clear these past few weeks, Raw is still the Kevin Owens show. But I'm actually glad you guys are here because I get the opportunity to remind you to tell your boss, Roman Reigns, that he as far as I'm concerned, still owes me one. That is why at the end of Friday Night SmackDown, it was the four of us united as the bloodline that destroyed Drew McIntyre. So if you don't turn around and walk your ass back up that ramp, we're going to drop you the way we did Drew McIntyre. to me. Yeah, JC, because don't think I forgot the fact that you and Paul Heyman are the only reason why I didn't beat Roman Reigns for the Universal title and put an end to his title reign 18 months ago.
You can celebrate Roman Reigns' 730 days as champion, but you can also celebrate two years of you having your head shoved nice and tight up your cousin's ass. Two years, Jay. Okay, 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 hang on, hang on. It's your boy, right? All right, 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 here's the thing. Kev, I'm trying hard here. I'm trying hard to keep the peace. I don't want a problem. But the way you are talking right now, you are begging for Jey Uso here to kick your ass. Yeah. You know what, Jay? I think this is the part where we drop the microphones, get a referee out here, and just fight, isn't it?